Your eyes aren't deceiving you. I am not JB. Uh, I know the, uh, yeah, a little taller, not much, but uh, introduce myself. I'm Garrett Morris. For those of you who don't know me, I've been coming to Stillwater Bible Church now for almost three years, I guess. I'm so used to saying two years, I revert back to that, but uh, my wife and I began attending church when we were in the junior high in 2014, the fall then, so uh, almost three years. So, um, like I said, I'm Garrett Morris. My wife is Paige Morris. She just walked in. She uh, is back there with the uh, children a lot of times. I've got a daughter, four-year-old daughter, Greenlee Morris, who is very um, high energy and, and spunky and uh, very strong-willed like her mother, and uh, a son, Preston Morris, he's two, um, and he, he is much like his sister, a little more high energy though, I think, but um, so that's a little bit about me. This morning we're going to focus on maturity. We're going to look at two different passages um, that use this milk versus solid food analogy. So... Um, Let's see if I can get this thing to work. There we go. So the first one we're going to look at is Hebrews 5, 12 through 14. So if you want to, we'll start there if you want to go ahead and flip there. And we're going to look at um, three ideas there that, that the writer is talking there to believers saying that they should be teachers, but instead they're actually in need of teaching themselves uh, that they need milk still and not solid food and that this solid food is for the mature and then the second, we're going to flip over to 1 Corinthians 3, verses 1 through 3. Here we're going to see that uh, the idea of spiritual men versus men of flesh, and, and goes ahead and calls them infants, uh, going to talk about how that affects their ability to receive the message, and this idea that they're fleshly, they're, they're walking like mere men. So we'll pray, and then we'll go ahead and get into this. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for your word, that we can look at it, that we can um, study the truths of Scripture, and that, that ultimately we can apply those to our lives. We pray that we would just uh, have a great morning, that we would be able to leave here and go discuss some of this in our grow groups, Father. We pray that you would be with JB as he's still traveling, that you would give him a safe trip back home, that you would continue to be with those that are in the UK, Father, and that you would protect them and help them as they share the gospel, and as they, as they work to further your kingdom and, and ultimately give them a safe trip back as well. Um, pray that you would be with Brian as he teaches this morning also, and that you would just give him the words and that we could all learn from him. So we just pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so let's look at Hebrews 5, verse 12 through 14. This is where we're going to begin. Uh, here, here we see the writer. He's actually writing and delivering a message to Christians, specifically uh, believing Jews in this passage. So we're just going to start right at verse 12. It says, For though by this time you ought to be teachers. So we know that a teacher is someone who instructs, right? So, and, and we're all called to be teachers. Uh, 2 Timothy 2, 2 says, The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. The writer here is explaining that these believers should be teachers by now. It goes on to say that, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you have need again for someone to teach you the elementary principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. 
So, instead of being teachers, we see the writer explain that these Christians are in need of teachers themselves. The writer even goes so far to say that they need to be taught the basic principles of the Word of God. So instead of being teachers as they should be, they're being told that not only are they not teachers, right, that, that, that they don't know the basic principles. And, and I ask, how often do we find ourselves in this position? Um, I know for me personally, I have. When we started coming to church here, uh, it was very early on uh, in the junior high, and this passage kind of came up, and I, I remember sitting out there, and he starts talking about this, and I'm going, man, I was saved when I was seven years old. So at seven years old, I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ for eternal life, and uh, at age 28, so I'd been a, a believer for 21 years at this point, and I'm sitting there hearing this going, he could... I could put myself right here, and this, this writer's talking to me. Um, I know we, we went through new membership training, and we're kind of going through some of this, and, and I'm looking at it like it was the first time I'd ever seen it. Look at putting the Bible together, and I'm going, oh, how do, I should know this stuff, right? I've been a believer for 21 years, but I didn't. And, and, and so it was very convicting to me as I go through this passage. So... Um, there are things, you know, the flow of Scripture, how the Bible fits together, how we move, you know, from the Old Testament to New Testament. I bet I, if anyone asked me to say the books of the Bible through, I probably couldn't do that, and my four-year-old daughter knows how to do it. So uh, if, if nothing else, that alone shows me how convicting it was. So we, we see, starting here, this milk versus solid food Example, right? This is used to distinguish the difference between babies and, and adults or, or kind of maturity. goes on to say, For everyone who partakes only of milk is not accustomed to the word of righteousness, for he is an infant. So this milk, as we refer to infancy, we see that those that need and partake of milk are not accustomed to the word of righteousness. You know, we know the babies, when they come into this world, they need milk, right? That's they're not able to digest solid food. They don't have teeth. They're not able to um, handle it. And, and we're kind of that way as Christians, right? We, we, we get milk. We get the salvation message. We grasp that. But just as babies, as they grow, at some point need solid food to develop physically and grow into maturity, Christians are the same way. We, we need to get to a point where not only do we grasp this milk and this, this salvation, these basic truths, but to be mature, we need the solid food, right? So we know that solid food is for the mature here. And the definition of mature that we always talk about is the idea of complete. So I ask, you know, are we mature, complete Christians? Are we able to handle and understand solid food, or do we still need milk? Do we still need the basic principles? Some of us need milk, and I kind of go back to myself, because we've, we, we've, our whole lives we've gotten this confusing kind of gospel message. We, don't, there's, we haven't been told the clear gospel message. So some of us do need milk, because it's really hard to mature when we can't grasp those basic principles, because it hasn't clearly been taught to us. But those of us that have, kind of, that have been coming to Stillwater Bible Church for any amount of time, we know that we're given a very clear gospel we should, we should have a hold on that. So, so then what do we do? 
So we're called to make disciples, and, and it's still our Bible church that is our purpose. We go through our purpose, plan, and process, and the purpose of us, of Stillwater Bible Church, is to make disciples. So then we have to figure out how do we do this. Well, first we have to be a disciple, and, and to be a disciple we have to be mature. We must be able to receive this solid food. We need to be studying our Bible, digging the Scripture. We need to be applying that to our lives. But this is different from salvation, right? I make that clear that salvation is a free gift, right? You put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for eternal life. You are given eternal life the moment you believe, right? We believe in the gospel, that Jesus paid for sins, that he died three days later. He rose again to conquer death, and that we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ for eternal life, and we receive that. So let's flip over to 1 Corinthians 3 verses 1 through 3, to look a little more at this. We're going to use a different passage. And it would seem, I would think, the fact that we can find this in two different places in the New Testament, this is a pretty significant idea, right? We've got two different places, two different people that have been written to, two different groups where where this, this idea is brought about. So in 1 Corinthians 3, we'll start in verse 1. It says, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual men, but as to men of flesh, as infants in Christ. So the writer here is Paul. He's speaking to the Christians in Corinth. He's speaking of his prior missionary journey to Corinth, and and he's writing to them now after he's been back. He states that he can't speak to them as spiritual men. Why? Because they were men of flesh and infants in Christ. So when he made his first missionary journey, he knew that these, these people needed the milk and the salvation message. That was his purpose in going is to, to, to deliver the, the, the gospel, right? So we see this flesh here that he talks about. He says, men of flesh as infants in Christ. And flesh, so that's the natural bent to sin. When we describe someone as being in the flesh, we're indicating they're living by this, this power of this natural bent to sin and not the power of the Holy Spirit. We know that you can't be walking in the flesh and the Spirit you're either walking by the power of the flesh or by the power of the Spirit. Galatians 5.17, and I think I've got it up there for you, says, For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. So we see that the Spirit and the flesh oppose each other. Right? You're either walking in the power of the flesh, you're walking in the power of the Spirit. Now this doesn't mean that walking in the Spirit, that you're not going to have this power of the flesh make itself evident because we will always live with that. We will always have that flesh, and that's going to be a daily struggle in our lives as long as we are here on earth. So as we look on, it says, I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, for you're not able to receive it. Indeed, even now, you are not yet able. So Paul is stating here that the fact that during his missionary journey to Corinth, he gave them the gospel. He spent his time giving them milk because he knew they weren't able to receive the solid food of the word of God at that point. But here he is, and and in my research, anywhere from two to five years since that journey, and he's stating they're still not able to receive solid food. So he came, gave them the milk, and now is writing saying, now it's been some time and you are still not able to receive solid food. You still need milk. And this is kind of where I see a lot of Christians these days. We, we grasp this clear salvation message, yet we never move on to maturity. 
Now, being a mature Christian takes time. It takes discipline. It takes deciding to study and dig the Bible, right? You need to have that quiet time every day, but you've got to have that time where you're actually studying and digging the Word for yourselves, that you're, you're getting into the meat of Scripture and that you're able to, to produce that in your lives, that you're able to apply that. And this doesn't, just, this doesn't happen by just showing up Sunday, which we, we all need to be doing that, by the way. We need to make sure we're here on Sundays getting that message. But by and large, this happens outside of our time here. It's, it's a personal decision to grow as a believer so that one day we can all hear the words, what? What do we want to hear? Well done, right? We need to grow as believers. We need to be mature. And there are ways to do that. Like I, I mentioned, quiet time, but Bible study. And then we've got Wednesday, starting in the fall, we'll have these SBI classes. Right? I think JB is going to be teaching the 2-2. If you haven't taken that, you need to be in that. That is, a, that is a wonderful class. And it is something that all of us here should take if you haven't. Brian will be teaching the 412 foundations. If you haven't taken that, you need to be in that. That is a wonderful class. That is a class where we, these, these Stillwater Bible Institute classes are some time that you can be taught and that you can study yourself. There's some scripture memory. You know, they, they have some tests. Don't let that scare you because they're pretty good about giving you the answers to those before you go if you'll just pay attention. And then I'm going to be teaching this fall. Um, we're going to kind of go in depth on this idea, this, this maturity milk versus solid food idea. So it goes on to say, for you are still fleshly, for since there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not fleshly, and are you not walking like mere men? Paul states that the current believers are still fleshly. We know this is the opposite of what believers should be. We should be walking in the power of the Holy Spirit, not the power of the flesh. Paul then goes on to describe some traits, reasons he knows they're fleshly. He sees jealousy and strife among them, causing them to walk as mere men instead of their new creation in Christ. And, and, and we have the power to overcome this when we mature and we walk in the Spirit. You know, when we walk in the Spirit, we do not d- fulfill the desires of the flesh. When we're walking in the Spirit, we've got the fruit of the Spirit, Right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And I'm, I'm to the point where I can say that without singing the song. I'm fortunate that my four-year-old has these songs that I'm able to make and keep all this stuff on the forefront of my memory. It's really good. But we know that when we walk in the Spirit, we have the power to overcome this. And, and, and walking in the Spirit requires us to be mature, and we've got to, we've got to grow from these babies, infants, and just getting the milk to the solid food of Scripture, to these ideas where we're growing and where we're, we're digging the Word and we're able to apply that to our lives. So with these two, we kind of look at, at what we've seen in these two passages. We've seen in Hebrews 5, 12 through 14, the writer writing to these uh, believing Jews explaining that they should be teachers but that they are in need of teaching. We see that they need milk and not solid food, and that solid food is for the mature. In 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 3, we see Paul explain that the believer, to the believers at Corinth that this idea of spiritual men versus the men of flesh, and he goes on to call them infants. We see 
that this affects their ability to receive the message, say that they're not able to receive this, this solid food and this message, and, and that they are walking like mere men, that they are fleshly. And so we're going to go on from here after we get these applications. I've got some, some, some discussion questions and, and some things to think about and, and a little bit of review, but I wanted to give you guys plenty of time to discuss this in your grow group so that you guys can talk and, and take prayer requests and do the things we do. But we've got uh, plenty of time to do that. So, so we'll look at the application from this. And, and, and pretty basic, let us become mature, complete Christians. Let's move from men of flesh, infants in Christ, to mature, complete Christians. Let's make sure we aren't continuing to only receive milk, but that we're growing to be able to dig the meat of Scripture. And let's let that meat of Scripture be applied to our lives. Let's not just learn it, right? We know that knowledge puffs up, but that we also need to take that and we need to make application and we make sure we live that out.